NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Silly season is ongoing with the sprint car world. Uh, probably the biggest news that we've had recently was uh, Spencer Baston uh, getting the nod. CJB Motorsports going back full-time with the World of Outlaws, and they're going to do it with young Spencer Baston as the driver of that car. Uh, not only going to do it this year, but it's a, uh, or, or, or in 2022, but uh, also through 2023 as it's a two-year commitment. A lot of stability, and I think when we uh, think about this, both sides are probably looking for that after the last few years. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see, that's for sure. And that's what we're going to do. Uh, I'm Steve Post. This is Wing Nation presented by Dean and DRF Racing Oils. This is our podcast, and we're going to talk with Spencer Baston on this week's program. Before we do that, though, let's take a look and listen back to Saturday night out at Hanford's uh, Keller Auto Speedway. Peter Murphy's place out in California. It was the NARC King of the West Tour. It was Corey Day and Tim Katie mixing it up. Our buddy Bobby Gerald with the call. And now for the Dry Dean Death-Defying Move of the Week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track moves. Corey Day is really coming on strong in the 14 car, and now Day takes the lead. Kading comes back on the outside, but the 14 has a nose in front. They go side-by-side side down the back straightaway. Neither driver gives an inch into turn number three. Who's it going to be? Tim on the top, Corey Day on the bottom. Give it to the 15-year-old, Corey Day. That death-defying move was brought to you by Drydeen Diesel All Death, the official death of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit drydeen.com for more information. For decades, Drydeen Lubricants has been made in America and made to last, paving the way on our highways, in our fields, and on the production line. Today, Drydeen offers a complete line of engine oils, greases, hydraulic and transmission fluids, and diesel exhaust fluid. If you want greater performance and protection for your critical engines and equipment, go to Drydeen.com. Drydeen, American-owned and operated, and a proud supporter of racing and race fans everywhere. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTires.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTires.com. Hercules Tires. Right on our strength. Well, as we talked about in the open, big news in the sprint car world, particularly for Spencer Baston, the 23-year-old out of Lebanon, Indiana, 
announced that he will be driving for the next two years with CJB Motorsports and really gets a little head start on it this weekend at the National Open. Joining us on his way actually to Pennsylvania is Spencer Baston. He joins us on the Sage Fruit Hotline. Hello, Spencer. Welcome into Wing Nation. Thank you. Uh, thanks for having me on. I'm excited for the road ahead, and we're looking forward to getting the weekend started. I cannot imagine. Um I just can't imagine the relief factor that you must feel knowing that you've not only got a good ride lined up for a couple of years, but a race winning on a regular basis world of outlaw ride. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. And, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity that Chad and Barry have given me. And, um, you know, in the mindset now, we, we're going to rebuild this program and get it back to what it was here. They went, you know, on a terror a uh, handful of years ago and, and we're one of the you know more dominant outlook teams and that's what they're really shooting to do again and um you know i'm excited to kind of help be part of that and, and try to build this program back and uh you know with the two-year deal we're going to have ample time to mold this into exactly how we want to do it and and i'm excited for the people that are involved and i'm just very happy and pleased to be part of it how important is that two years for you as a young driver for them as a team to rebuild how important is that two-year window to, to to maybe not have the pressure on uh, immediate pressure when you go to Volusia uh, to kick off 2022? Uh, it's really good. You know, be, getting these races in here in the next handful of weeks will be crucial, in my opinion, uh, in order to be more prepared for next year. We want to come out of the gates uh, rolling. And, um, you know, to, to know I have a two-year grace kind of to, you know, get this established and make things, uh, you know, happen the way they should uh, takes the pressure off me, but but allows us to have ample time to get molded together. You know, you think about Brad and, and his crew chief and Donnie there for a while with Ricky. Um, success seems to come from, you know, having longevity with a, a good group of people. And I think we're, we're getting that group of people together and it's going to be a really good fit. And we're going to have that time to, um, you know, mold together. And hopefully this turns into more than a two-year thing. And uh, we'll be able to carry on through the outlaws for the next handful of years and, and have a lot of success with success with it. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just, it's, it just doesn't happen overnight. Um, and, and it's especially challenging when, when you look at what's the expected world of outlaw schedule. I don't think they've announced it yet, but um, there, there's some tracks, obviously they're familiar, but going to new tracks, new territories, that's always a challenge as well with a new team. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to be a little bit of a, a learning experience for myself, uh, you know, seeing some of these tracks for the first time, but knowing that Barry and this team, uh, this trailer has rolled into these same facilities uh, for many years uh, makes me feel a whole lot better. So, um, you know, all the tracks are, they're all ovals and they're all made of dirt and uh, every place has its own unique uh, way. And, and obviously with track conditions changing constantly throughout the night, I'd like to think we're, somewhat uh comfortable with change either way so um looking forward to some of those swings that i've never gotten to be part of and uh you know i've sat at home watching some of these uh, races on dirt vision for the last handful of years and, and i'm really happy and excited to be part of them the, the the bench word or the word that you've used the word that barry has used is stability and 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 that's the word going forward but i think you you've you've got a lot accomplished this year in june you were able to get connected with sam mcgee motorsports and and while it's not two years security or two year and a few races 
the security you had this year, the back-to-back you had this year, the running for the same team for the for the bulk of the season, um, how, how good was that for you as a young race car driver? I think I think it was huge, and I think um, you know I could almost say it was a turning point in my career, uh, just because this was the first time that I actually got to run the same car with the same crew chief. Uh, you know, same series on a week-to-week basis. And I think the amount of progress that I personally have made uh, just in the summer as, you know, uh, I feel like I've almost surprised myself just because, you know, for the longest time, the last few years, I've just kind of hopped around back and forth between owners, cars, uh, filling in for injured drivers and just kind of squeezing in where I can. And you never really make, I mean, you're, you're learning and you're getting seat time, but you're not making the progress that you really want to make uh, as a race car driver. And, um, that short amount of time that I had in the 11, I felt like it, it spoke for itself and the amount of success that we had and the speed. And uh, I feel like that came from just surrounding yourself with good people and, uh, you know, contending on a nightly basis. So, uh, hopefully that, that comes true and into fruition with the five car, uh, here soon and, and we can get things rolling. Um, you know, I expect, I expect to, to not, uh, you know, come out of the, the gates just on fire. I mean, it's going to take a little bit of time, and 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 uh, I'm here for it. So I'm excited to just get things started and and um, you know get things moving. You did get rolling well with Sam McGee's car, two All-Star wins at Sharon and at Attica, uh, but the one that kind of jumps out and stands out has to stand out to you: the Brad Doty Classic, your career first World of Outlaw win. Uh, that had to just be a magical night for you, Spencer. Yeah, my gosh, I think I'm still giddy about it. Um, we, you know, that was that was a deal where I just we, you know, the car was really really good, and like I just said, I, my confidence was high. Um, getting to race that car every night, and um, you know, it was a really cool event to to win. And uh, with Brad being on it, you know, your first Outlaw win special, but with it coming at Attica Raceway Park where I got my first All Star win, and then uh, for it to be a Brad Dirty Classic with uh, such a iconic name on this race and it was a, a you know pits were full of, of a lot of good cars and, and teams and to be able to come out on top felt really really good but uh you know it just makes you more hungry for the next one i'm i'm sure it does and the next one for you is this weekend at williams grove uh you talked about a good chance to get acquainted with barry and everybody else but the end of the night on Saturday, they're paying $75,000. That's not a bad way to get acquainted either. Um, what's your what's your approach at Williams Grove? How do you feel about Williams Grove? What have you learned about Williams Grove in your visits there thus far in your career? Um, I'm I'm excited. It's <clears throat> definitely not one of my uh, – probably I wouldn't say it's my best track. Um, it's a very unique place, and the place that is really, I think, even when your car is good, it's, it's hard to be comfortable just with how – unique of a layout it has but um you know the cjb team has made multiple appearances there uh, you know they've they've won plenty of races there and have seemed to always have speed um that's a race where you really we just really need to go out and rip two good laps of qualifying and uh, set up our night so uh knowing their kistler engines are, are you know running really well right now and knowing barriers experience uh with that place and facility uh has me feeling a whole lot better and um, just got to go out and qualify well and make the most of the weekend. At this point, I think our, our main goal right now is to get laps and move in the direction of, uh, you know, progression. So I think, I think this weekend will be a good first start and 
uh, building towards that and, and establishing our notebook and getting me comfortable and my confidence uh, with this program. And I, I don't suspect that uh, anything else will happen. So I think, uh, yeah, I think it'll be good. What's the, what's the plan after this? Do you have other races this year that you're going to do with, uh, with the CJB team? Yes. If you, um, if you're to see us running, it's going to be an outlaw race. Uh, you know, right now we're, uh, they're in the midst of, of selling a lot of their old cars and, and building new uh, Maxims. And uh, so there's a lot of work to be done and uh, lots of parts coming in and, and moving out. And um, that swing that goes through kind of the Midwest and down through Texas is uh, a week that uh, requires a lot of time from the shop. But, you know, we need to evaluate what's more valuable, what's the better investment, our, our time in the shop or those three races we'd be able to run. So uh, I suspect that uh, we'll have a kind of a, a – a decision made here really soon, uh, probably based on how we run this weekend. But if you see us racing at any more this year, it'll be at an outlaw race and nothing else. So that's our that's our main focus, and we want to be ready for Volusia next year. What's it mean to you to know that you're going to be a full-time World of Outlaw driver next year? Oh man, it's um, it's hard to put into words. Uh, you know, I've done a couple interviews here in the last couple of days with this announcement coming out, and one of those I was kind of talking through uh, my career and how I got started and uh, where it kind of began and it's just crazy to think you know I don't I, I personally didn't come from a racing background a racing family so when I first got into it I mean it, it was green I we had no idea just my dad and I um, you know just him and I just trying to figure it out on our own and uh, racing racing cars that we didn't know how to work on type of situation and uh, just to think that wasn't, you know, but 10 years ago to then think today I'm, I'm you know, going on the Outlaw Tour is, is uh, truly humbling. And it, it just, there's a lot that's gone into it. And there's been a lot of highs and lows, uh, but the reward and, uh, you know, the feeling that I, that I have knowing this going into the winter uh, makes me feel, feel really good. And, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of cool to sit down with my dad and mom and talk about it because it's just something that we never ever thought would ever happen. I mean, I, I was a hobby racer for you know the longest time and just did it cause it was fun. And I played other sports in school. And, um, and then to think now I'm, we're, you know, making a career out of this is, it's truly special. And it's, uh, it's very humbling. I'm curious what introduced you to racing as a non-racing family guy. It was a deal where, so my grandparents live in uh, north central Illinois. Uh, they lived in a town next to Fairbury, where Fairbury uh, American Legion Speedway was. So I would go over there when I was a little kid uh, in the fall, and my grandpa worked on a farm, so there was harvest. Um, and then on Saturday nights, we'd jump in the truck, and we'd run over to Fairbury to watch the late models and modified the race. Um, and that's something I think my dad did when he was younger, but we didn't know really anything about it. It was just kind of a, something to do on a Saturday night. And uh, when I remember when I was a little kid sitting in the stands, just being in awe of the sound, the smell, you know, the dirt flying and uh, the high speeds. And um, so I think from the very beginning, that's probably how I got introduced. Uh, but then we had a family friend that was selling a quarter midget. And at that point, you know, I was so, uh, wrapped around the idea of, man, someday I want to be a race car driver and, you know, dressing up as a race car driver for Halloween, uh, but not really even knowing why. Um, but family friends sold us a quarter midget, started with that, and just hobby race for a couple of years there, and then went and got a micro. 
and tried to learn as much as possible. Didn't really ever have tremendous success in that even. Uh, I did that for three years, and then it just kind of propelled from there. It seemed like everyone was trying to move up, and I was so infatuated with the industry and, and uh, just the idea of racing by itself. So it, was, uh, it wasn't it was a standard beginning. It wasn't a normal start. I never had a mentor to really get me going, but uh, my gosh, we did it, and here we are. So it, so it sounds to me like that quarter midget micro combination is what kind of sent you to sprint cars versus the the the, the Fairbury late model side. Is, is that kind of what sent you in that direction to, to open wheel racing? Yeah, yeah, it, it was. Um, you know, the, the a lot of the kids I raced with were, you know, super into the World of Outlaws and the USAC sprint cars and whatnot. So hanging out with them, I learned a lot about some of the drivers because, be completely honest it may sound bad but i didn't follow the world of outlaws i didn't follow usac i didn't follow really anything we just raced because it's just something to do and it was fun and i enjoyed it my dad enjoyed it um and then you know just spending time around some of those kids you know they're walking around wearing donnie shots hoodies or sammy swindell hoodies and and stuff like that i i got to see and then uh you know we go to the kokomo outlaw races when they were in town and i remember just yeah, just being in awe, being a race fan and uh, thinking, man, that's that's so crazy that someday, you know, we could potentially do that and, and thinking, man, that's just a dream. But, uh, yeah, just the, it was kind of just the it was a path of, of staying in the open wheel stuff. And, uh, you know, I still I'm still a big late model fan. But now that uh, we're in the sprint car world, I think that's where I should have ended up. That someday you're going to do it and dream about it is now. Um, man, congratulations. We wish you the best at Williams Grove. And we can't wait to see what happens as you move forward over the next couple of years with CJB. We're good friends. We love Barry Jackson so much here on Wing Nation. Spencer, thanks for joining us. We wish you the best. Thanks, Steve. Thank you for having me on. There we go. Spencer Baston joining us here on the Sage Fruit Hotline on Wing Nation. Over the years, Drydeen has stood for uncompromised value and proven performance. Known as the hardest working brand in heavy-duty lubrication, Drydeen's heritage is made in America and made to last. Drydeen products work to increase the life and enhance the efficiency of your equipment in the toughest conditions. Learn more about Drydeen's products at Drydeen.com. From grassroots racing to NASCAR, Drydeen is a proud supporter of racing everywhere. For a year-round high-quality eating experience, look no further than sage fruit, apples, pears, and cherries. Not only is their produce healthy, but they are grown with such care and precision that you can count on each piece of fruit having exceptional flavor. Sage fruit, it's our first choice for quick and easy snacking. Get back into NASCAR's roots by driving headfirst into the new home of grassroots racing. Flow Racing keeps the original NASCAR tradition of dirt track racing roaring with more than 1,300 live and on-demand oval races from across the United States. Subscribe today by going to flowracing.com slash MRN. Learn how the next generation of NASCAR drivers is prospected in sprint car racing or watch the thrill of last lap slide jobs. Subscribe today by going to flowracing.com slash go MRN. So lots of excitement for Spencer Baston as he rolls into the National Open this week and on, on into next season with CJB Motorsports. Love when we get a chance to talk about the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. One sprint car place in Knoxville, Iowa, and we do it with our birthday calendar. Earlier this week would have been the birthday of Maynard Hungry Clark. 
Later this week, Mike Nazareth and Chuck Pulse also have birthdays. And today would have been the birthday of the Prince of Darkness, a guy by the name of Don Brown. He was born on this day in 1937 and inducted into the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame in 2005. Like so many in this era, at age 17, somehow he found himself at a midget race and he was hooked for the rest of his life. Now, he had a driving career and had some wins along the way, really, though, more so known as an innovator. And one of the, one of the cars that he innovated was a car called the Mechanical Rabbit. And he built three cars. Greg Weld had one, Joe Saldana had one, and Don drove one. Car had things like power steering, progressive torsion bars, weight jackers, and so many other secrets. This was the late 60s. And what happened with that car is that everybody who drove them won, not only Weld and Saldana and Brown himself, but as they sold the cars, the people who bought the cars continued the winning way. So a lot of innovations there. And another innovation, uh, another innovative car that he was involved with really touched me back in the dirt modified world. Uh, years and years ago, Gary Ballou showed up at Super Dirt Week in Syracuse with a machine. It was a Lincoln Continental Dirt Modified, the Batmobile. And the car revolutionized racing with downforce and all kinds of air channeling. And Don Brown was involved in that. So much so did that car that after the race, they, was, they were told never to bring that car back. So one of the iconic cars and one of the iconic builders is the Prince of Darkness, Don Brown, and he is enshrined in the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. Passed away in 2005, the same year he was enshrined at the Sprint Car Hall of Fame. And this weekend, if you find yourself at Williams Grove, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is doing a large auction. It is on uh, Saturday afternoon. It is uh, Saturday morning, I guess. It is 10 o'clock at the back pit gate. And you can join there at Williams Grove. All kinds of great things. So, And you can go to SprintCarHOF.com. That's SprintCarHOF.com. Upcoming schedule, not as many races, but certainly a big one on the docket. The 59th Annual Champion Oil National Open. $75,000 at Williams Grove. Last year's winner, Donnie Schatz. Donnie is a six-time winner. Lance DeWeese, the champion this year at Williams Grove, a four-time winner. David Gravel has two wins in the races. Danny Dietrich and Brett Marks also have wins in the National Open. Friday night, prelim night. All kinds of festivities and activities on Saturday. The chili cook-off. There's a camping contest. We talked about the charity auction. So, so much going on. All the attention of the sprint car world will be at Williams Grove this weekend for that 59th annual National Open. Other racing action this weekend. The Fast Series is at Atomic. The Ohio Valley Sprint Car Association is at Ohio Valley in West Virginia. Fremont has their Champions Night. And St. Francis County they end their season with their big Queens Royal event. Looks like a lot of cars are going to show up for that one. There was uh, supposed to be the ASCS National Tour uh, was scheduled to go with the um, with the Short Track Nationals. That got canceled, and it sounds like some of those drivers are going to make their way over to uh, Farmington, Missouri for the Queens Royal. So going to be a big, big weekend. And, of course, all eyes will be on Dirt Vision with the World of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars at Williams Grove. You can get your Wing Nation gear at www.wingnation.com. That's wingnation.com. Follow along all weekend long. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook with a page and with a group. And we also have all of these shows cataloged and archived on our YouTube channel. So make sure you follow along with us all week long. Coming up on our television program this week, 
Shark Racing's Logan Schuhart, driver of that Drydeen car. He joins Ashley Stremme and I uh, here in the United States. That is Saturday morning on MAV-TV. We really appreciate Spencer Baston for jumping on and certainly wish him the best with his new opportunity. More important, though, than all of that, thank you for joining us here on Wing Nation, presented by Drydeen and DRF Racing Oil. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com. 